Welcome to Everyone's a Critic, a show where a guest picks a movie rated below 40% on Rotten Tomatoes and tells us why critics got it wrong. I'm your host, Yanis Cove, a formerly pretentious film school student who 10 years later sees the error of his ways. My guest today is stand-up comedian Sarah Roberts. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Um... Yeah, I'm excited to talk about my favourite topic of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how are you doing today? Good. Um, Yeah, good. Apart from the tube strikes. Yeah. uh, I've got a couple of gigs tonight and I'm like... Oh, no. I know. Um, Yeah, but I haven't like gigged all week, so I'm like going to brave the tube strikes and just pretend it's not happening. (laughs) Um. But yeah, probably going to be on public transport for like three hours tonight. So yeah, I heard even yesterday people were on like buses for an hour and a half. And I was like, how is that possible when like there wasn't even a strike yesterday? Yeah, I don't understand. I've heard it's like rolling over in tomorrow, into tomorrow as well. But like oh, no. not the actual tube strike, just like the knock on effects, which I don't really I don't understand. get how that works. Because yeah, because it closes overnight. So I don't really don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. Maybe it's like more people are traveling on those days because they're not traveling today. I don't know. You work from home usually or do you, like, have you been working from home usually or you uh, work at, in the office? Um, I often work from home, but mm. it's like I'm meant to go in like once a week. Right, um, right. But I really am very full of excuses. So. <laughs> I mean, you have an excuse today. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think I am actually going to be going in this afternoon. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. yeah. it's. I mean, I live really central, so, like, I really don't have much of an excuse. Uh, okay. Like, yeah, it's actually very close to me, so <laughs> that's good. Um, yeah. yeah. I think the furthest I can get is, because I live just north of London, so I, like, the furthest I can get is, like, Highbury and Islington or, like, Morgate right. or somewhere, like, around there. And then from there, I just have to, I'd have to get a bus from somewhere. I didn't know that you weren't in London. I mean, like, I'm just outside, literally on the border. So mm. like, it's very close. Nice. <laughs> so when I say like, yeah, it's literally like one stop away and I'm in London. Okay. It's, <laughs> is it like how, is it like one of those places that it's like people argue about whether it's London or not? Yes, basically. <laughs> so you've come on here to talk about the movie Pearl Harbor yes <laughs> a very easy choice for me as well really um, yeah I mean as soon as you said it I was as soon as you asked me I was like mm. Pearl Harbor but so you knew just... you knew it wasn't going to be well reviewed well no because I was like what I would want to do is Pearl Harbor but I was expecting for it to like be so well loved <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to um, interesting yeah I it like kind of saddens me that it's not as well loved as what I thought and it it's really not well it. loved at all no it's it 24 percent like, I can't believe that um yeah it made me watch it in like a totally different light interesting yeah um but I've like I tried to like look into like why mm. people don't like it and the reasons are just so lame like um it's like historically inaccurate there's like loads of people are annoyed about the fact that they're like smoking Marlboro oh I didn't even notice cigarettes. that yeah because it's like they weren't invented yet and that like 
yeah that's fine yeah stupid reason <laughs> um like I thought that it would be like the racism or something yeah yeah <laughs> um <laughs> but it's like the really like small historical inaccuracies so I just I feel like that's kind of telling of like the whole film kind of like it explains everything which is that it's a really good film but the problem is that it's like it's a rom-com like there's like a lot of comedy in it isn't there um, and like I don't know if there I couldn't I can't tell you a single <laughs> bit of comedy in it I don't think I thought that was lots of there was like loads of like com- comedic characters like red which one's red is that the one that like Shannon? snorts when he talks oh yeah yeah was that supposed to be funny? <laughs> I think so. Okay. I thought there's like loads of like slapstick stuff, like, you know, when they're like injecting the soldiers on the bomb. Oh, yeah, yeah. The problem is, is that like, that just doesn't marry with a war film. <laughs> also, it's, so it's three like, hours long. Yeah. It's so long. <laughs> it's so long and it's just like, it's totally wrong yeah. for a war film. Like, yeah. And I think that's why people hate it. But actually, if you just like look beyond the fact that it's a war film, it's incredibly enjoyable. Well, the thing that people describe it as, which I do agree with, is it's Michael Bay trying to make Titanic, but like a war version of it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> can I just say better than Titanic? I, I'm not a huge Titanic fan and I'd still say Titanic is better. Okay. <laughs> wow. I, well, I'll start off by saying I I really didn't like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because it was the first time that you watched it. It was the first it? time, yeah. Uh, um, so okay, I, tell so, me. Well, so what I was saying, so we did we did run into each other last week and I said to you that I'd seen the first hour of it at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and I got, and then I came back, I, I watched the rest of it yesterday mm. and it was so boring. Well, you did leave a week. Yeah. You left a week between the first hour and the last two hours, which is like the whole thing you have to be completely invested in the romance. (laughs) (laughs) So I would say that was your first mistake. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just found the whole thing, the the whole movie is really slow and boring. And... (laughs) (laughs) For anyone wow. not, who anyone who can't see the video, Sarah is so angry. At me. <laughs> I'm just shocked. <laughs> like genuinely, it's like it's like <laughs> I'm in like an alternate reality where people <laughs> don't like Pearl Harbor. I mean, the one thing, and this is, uh, I can't believe I'm saying this. The one thing that I thought was good was the action. <laughs> mm, yeah, like that 40 minute action scene in the middle of the movie is maybe yeah. the only good bit in it but wow even then I don't I don't care enough mm. I felt I felt like I don't care and I didn't care enough about it okay do you know what I found out is that that the Pearl Harbor itself yeah. as a film cost more than the damage to the actual Pearl Harbor from oh, that attack God. Oh, God. <laughs> and I feel like you can really like feel that in that 40 minute action scene where like it's genuinely like they invested more like as much into that as like into the real Pearl Harbor yeah like that's mental but I saw that it cost 140 was it 140 million before was that like altogether or was that before 
it even got made that they gave them 140. I don't know. I can't even say. No, it's but... Like... <laughs> I mean, I think a good investment, personally. Um, <laughs> also, you know, it's the only film ever to be, like, Oscar-nominated and nominated for, like, worst film as well. In, like... <laughs> There's no other film that's been... Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And I do feel like the Oscars thing is definitely, like, it is so patriotic, so it does feel quite biased. Well, I only got one Oscar nomination. That was for sound. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> for but sound. But it, it, it did win. Incredible. <laughs> so deserved i didn't know it got any i didn't know it got like razzie nominations so yeah i don't think okay i don't think it deserved razzie nominations i'll i'll i will say that i don't think it deserves kind (laughs) i just got i don't think it was i don't know the acting i don't mind i don't think it's badly directed as such i don't like there Mm -hmm. are good there's good directing in it as much as i don't like michael bay it's just boring that's what that's what i felt (laughs) Hmm. Okay, so it's interesting that you say that because I did feel that when I watched it the other day. <laughs> um, but I was also like, you know, I'm watching this from like a scholarly perspective now. <laughs> like yeah. I was like taking notes. So I was like, of course it's going to be like, you know, a little bit more boring than like the hundreds of times I've watched it before. But how many times younger, have you seen it? Okay, so I don't know because. When I was younger, I went to a girls' school. Firstly, mm. I think that's like an important part of my story <laughs> with Pearl Harbor. Um, I went to a girls' school, and my friend Maddie, her, her house was like next to the school. Okay. And we used to go every lunch break and watch a bit of Pearl Harbor every lunch break <laughs> and eat a tub of MS mini bites. And like, <laughs> we genuinely had never met boys before. So, like, <laughs> This was like so you, what I thought, you thought of yourselves was. as the nurses. <laughs> yeah, the literally. And also, so my mum's a nurse and she oh. met my dad not on the battlefield, <laughs> but like in as his nurse. Yeah. Um, wow. And so I was like, this is a very real depiction yeah. of romance to me. Okay, this makes so much sense now. <laughs> yeah. And like, okay, also, this is mad. But I genuinely didn't know that this was a part of the Second World War. <laughs> like, I thought that this was just a romance film and that they'd, like, created this war. <laughs> this... Had you not heard of Pearl Harbor, though? Uh, vaguely, probably. Yeah, just not, you just was... ne- never thought about it. Yeah, like, it was just eclipsed by the romance yeah. for me. <laughs> so... I just like didn't ever I just like yeah I guess I just this was just I was like watching this and learning <laughs> I was like learning <laughs> how to be in a relationship <clears throat> from Pearl Harbor well that this is not how to be in a relationship no absolutely not <laughs> it really is um but yeah I think like the relation aspect was always like the most interesting part to me right um, yeah I can see yeah. that yeah I mean there's so much moral ambiguity like mm. that is interesting like that whole everything around surrounding those three is like well I should, we should clarify like for people who haven't seen it like there 
the basic plot is that it's set during obviously Pearl Harbor, like the the war and everything that was going on was during that. But it's about like this guy, uh, his name is Rafe, uh, yeah. played by Ben Affleck, <laughs> and his best friend Danny, Josh, Josh Hartner. And they they grew up together. They go to they go to like they enlist in the war, and uh, they Ben Affleck meets uh, Kate uh, Kate. What's her name? Beckinsale. Beckinsale. Yes, I got Kate Blanchett <laughs> in my head. Um, Kate Beckinsale's character. Yeah. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale's character. They fall in love. He goes to. He gets sent to England to go fight. And they think he, they think he's dead, basically, and yeah. <laughs> and then she ends up falling in love with Danny. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, <laughs> Ben Affleck comes back. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot of stuff to do, do with that surrounding. And then Danny dies. Then... Oh yeah, he does at the end. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. I, I was like, and again. <laughs> I was like not even waiting for you to be like and then Pearl Harbor happens <laughs> like skip that bit <laughs> I was giving like the, the brief synopsis of, like the mate that the general idea of it yeah um, um so yeah there's a, there's a lot of moral ambiguity like you said like yeah surrounding like do, ha, do you fall in love again immediately after someone <laughs> okay well they do make it really clear that three months has passed yeah yeah. um like that's but also like that doesn't make any sense because like the like Japanese spies are already like very much preparing <laughs> for, for the for Pearl Harbor to happen tomorrow and yeah. then they just go three months and then yeah. you see her and her and Josh Hartnett start to fall in love yeah so I think that there was like you know, like that wasn't meant to be a three month period, well, but that probably they were like, fuck, maybe it is actually a bit bad for her to just immediately fall in love with his best friend. <laughs> Let's just put in like a blank screen three months later and then it yeah. will be fine. <laughs> well, I also read that they shot 300 hours of footage. So there must be like stuff they cut out as well, but oh, yeah. that are like, that is like in that. So maybe there is stuff that from that little three month period that they cut out. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, probably. But three hundred hours of footage—that's so mad. Yeah, but I mean, it is a masterpiece, so expect <laughs> <laughs> nothing less. Um, but so- yeah, I I have some questions about the relationships, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Does she? really fall in love with Josh Hartnett because it feels like she doesn't I don't feel like she does yeah yeah like even what she says it's almost like out of duty of the fact that she's slept with him yeah and is pregnant she's like well you know I should probably now stay with him but yeah she doesn't seem very convinced by being in love with him no he also doesn't like talk well (laughs) I feel like they barely get to know each other well, again, 300 hours of footage, they probably cut some stuff out. But I would say that what I do think is cool is that <laughs> about Pearl Harbor, the least cool film ever, um, <laughs> is that, you know, Josh Hartnett is like the ultimate beta male. And like you never see, 
for like all of the racism and misogyny and like <laughs> one-dimensional yeah every every character that isn't Ben Affleck is incredibly and maybe even Ben Affleck to be honest like even from their like childhood, their only character trait is liking flying. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> they don't have, yeah, um, that's so true. They don't have any other traits, do they? No, but I would say that like they do wonders for beta males everywhere <laughs> through Josh Hartnett. Maybe that was the whole point of the film, <laughs> yeah. just like representation for beta males. <laughs> Well, now we know that what, what kind of male you're into. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I yeah, I feel like maybe I'm supposed to be into Josh Hartner, but always Ben Affleck for me. <laughs> I mean, they want you to be. They want you to be into Ben Affleck. I feel like I think that's probably why they did that with Josh Hartner. I feel like they want to justify yeah. the end, like the final bit of like her ending up with Ben Affleck. I feel, feel like they want to. Yeah. That to be clear, but <laughs> I don't know. Like, they, so is that the so that's the part that you obviously gravitate towards? Then, like, you, you that's the storyline that you're most interested by. It's like yeah. the, the three, the, the romance uh, yeah. between the three of them. Um, because that's another here's another thing about this. There's so many different storylines in this movie. Yeah. Too many. There's Too a story. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> wholeheartedly disagree but please continue there's a whole storyline with Cuba Gooding Jr's character what is that with who see you don't even remember Cuba Gooding Jr the boxer navy guy that's like oh yeah wait I thought his name was Doris Dory it probably is I'm talking about the real guy sorry yeah Yeah, Yeah. no I'm terrible with names um yeah which I do think that that is actually an insult to the real life hero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be like a side piece in yeah. that film. Yeah. I think they just, they kind of just stuck him in there for the sake of yeah. like saying, oh yeah, we've got him in here as well. Like <laughs> he does nothing in this movie. No. Yeah. It's, I think they're like, that was them trying to be woke. Yeah. <laughs> It's what is, Michael Bay's version of woke is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, I mean, that guy, the real life guy, uh, like he should have an entire war movie to himself. <laughs> yes. Um, like when you read his story and instead it's just like, he has like one scene with where he's like in a boxing match, another scene where he's like uh, kind of being negged by Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, like, you know, and she's like, I mean, why would you feel like you need to use your fist to get respect? <laughs> and then she like takes another blow, which I'm sure that this is just like his title, but to me it sounded really mean when she was like, "Goodbye, petty officer." It's like, hey, he's just told you his whole life story, and you still feel the need to like hit him with the door on the way out by being like petty officer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she, yeah I, it's it's sad for his character like they, and also like he has one more se- one scene at the end where he like shoots down a plane and yeah. and then he gets uh he gets like awarded uh something he gets like a, a medal of honor or something at the end doesn't he i think that's yes. the only reason yeah. they show that <laughs> yeah yeah well i guess it, it's like 
them trying to be like African-Americans weren't like allowed to fight. Um, Well, they do. I think she does say that. Like She narrates that at the end, doesn't she? Yeah. But I definitely didn't understand that when I was younger. I was like, why is he a cook? He's so good at fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which... I think is kind of the whole point of showing him in that boxing match. Um, Yeah, I do find it really sad when, you know, the guy that he boxes against who, like, Mm. gets trapped. That's really sad. That's horrible. Yeah. Watching his death. Yeah, yeah. That's an awful scene. Yeah. Like, the the war scenes are, like, for, for as much as they're, like, still a 12a or whatever like it's still pretty graphic yeah i was quite quite surprised because one of the complaints i did read was like people saying oh it's not realistic enough or whatever it's not like far off yeah but i think those people are like really nerds um like it's never i read that like it contains 177 mistakes and like um Loads of them are like, what does it say? Um, Oh, okay, this. Okay, this isn't like really about the war thing, Mm. but like this is why in an article someone said that they didn't like the film. Mm. It's because, um, you know, like that scene where he asks Kate Beckinsale out when he's like got injected and he's like um, dizzy and he says, I really lick you instead of I really like you. So someone wrote like... um, Evelyn giggles as if it's sexy, not a realistic reaction. In the 1940s, to lick someone meant to beat them up. Like, sorry, that's ridiculous. Come on. Yeah, it's like, okay, so every film now that we watch has to be, like, completely true to the, like, you'd have to have, like, a dictionary from that time. And also, she might, like, she knows he's, like, dizzy and, like, not saying it. She could still find that funny. Yeah. It is cute. And also another example of the slapstick humour that I was talking about. (laughs) I still think that, well, it's all in that, like, one place that you're talking about. (laughs) No, there's also the bit where he, like, pops the champagne bottle into his nose. And there's also, like, a few characters who do seem to be there for, like, light comic relief. Michael Shannon is there for quite fun relief. Um, Who does he play? He plays... Yeah, I'm trying to find his name in it. I'm, I'm really bad at, like, character names. <laughs> so he is... Where is his name on the list? Can't even find him on here. Goose. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I was thinking of. Like, you know how he... um, When they're, like, talking about whether Josh Hartnett should go out with Kate Beckinsale? Yeah. Um, And he goes... I once had a girlfriend and like, that's it. Yeah. Like that cracks me up so much. I think he's my favorite character in it. Cause he's like doing the most with nothing. Yeah. Yeah. He, I think he's great. Um, yeah. And also like how dorky Josh Hartnett is. <laughs> like that's quite funny. Like when he like brings her the handkerchief. Mm. Um, but. I, one thing I think think is very funny is like how Josh Hartnett and Ben Affleck are supposed to be the same age, and like 
they do not look they do not seem the same age at all yeah, to me josh hartnett does look extremely young <laughs> i think they're supposed to be like early 20s or something and mm. ben affleck looks like at least 10 years older yeah but yeah i'm worried about myself how much i fancied ben affleck in that film like why because because ben affleck is there is something a bit gross about ben affleck i I don't know if it's like in retrospect it's probably in retrospect yeah yeah because he does say some really rogue things but like josh hartnett is just so much better in every way um i also just love like um i just was like thinking that like josh hartnett should be who like tells everyone when someone dies like (laughs) it's like the worst moment ever but like josh hartnett's telling you just be kind of (laughs) just be a prerequisite to like any moment of grief i think you just love josh hartnett now Oh, he's so handsome, though, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) I feel so old saying that with my curlers in. (laughs) Such a handsome boy, but he really is. Oh, yeah, you've revealed the curlers now. You can't go back. Yeah, no, I'm happy to reveal them. Um, Sarah is wearing hair curlers. (laughs) I've got a very rogue fringe. um, (laughs) I'm, like, desperately trying to grow out. (laughs) So I have to wear these all day. (laughs) All day? Yeah. Just until I'm like... So you got to go uh, out tonight. Yeah, until my gigs later. <laughs> um, yeah. But what? where do you stand on the moral ambiguity of the, like, <clears throat> her going out with his best friend? Because I kind of do find it weird how I just find it like a strange choice in the writing. Yeah. How they don't have, like, anyone of... Either, either Josh Hartnett or Kate Beckinsale's friends who were like, um, you know, maybe not. Mm. Everyone's so on board. Everyone's like, <laughs> fuck Rafe. You two should be together. What do you think? What would you have, if that were, if you were one of the friends, would you have been like, maybe don't do that? Or would you have been like, no, nah, go out with him? I would be like, well, I mean, it's, it is Josh Hartnett. So... <laughs> Yeah, I guess. But also, like, I don't know. You'd have been like, don't go out with him because I'm going to go out with him. Yeah, I would be like, absolutely not. That's another moral <laughs> question that we need to speak about here. But I suppose that, like, I, I, I mean, yeah, it is fine. Obviously, like, they, they think he's dead. Yeah. But I would be like, yeah, move on. But also, like, that's, like, the first person that you're going to date is his best friend, like, you know, start swiping, get on Hinge, like see if there are any other options. Like you're in Pearl Harbor where apparently everyone is a hot young soldier. Like, yeah, that's the other you thing. Find like, someone else. I was going to say maybe wait a bit, but then also like the fact that you just pointed out that they are in Pearl Harbor during a war, like maybe they don't have, yeah. maybe they're just in panic. That's true. But they don't seem, none of them seem very panicked for a really no. long time. Like, I know that you enjoyed the war stuff, but like from my I didn't my enjoy the war stuff. I just think it was more <laughs> interesting. Yeah, it was just in- right. more interesting to me. Because from my perspective as someone who was like, you know, very heavily involved in the love story, I was like, oh, can we like, the war is so annoying. 
Like I found it just. It's too long. I will say that. Yeah. It's 40 minutes. So in the, in, right in the, I stick, it's 40 minutes stuck right in the middle of the movie. Mm. <laughs> and it just feels, yeah, it's weird sticking it right there. And then yeah. like. <laughs> I do feel like that was them trying to win the Oscar though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that whole thing. That's was the Titanic sinking. Like... That's them. That's yeah. their Titanic sinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just, yeah, I am just like shocked that people hate it so much. <laughs> I don't like necessarily hate it. I just think it's really boring. Mm. And I don't know, like, if <laughs> I, I try, let me look at what people are saying. They're they're like they're saying they're just saying it's like hollow. It's it reduces one of America's biggest tragedies into a series of Kodak moments. Uh, there's no authentic humanity in it. Mm. <laughs> Bloated and boring, full of cl- cliche war movies uh, stuff, which is fair. I feel like every war movie is a bit cliched, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like it is extremely patriotic. Yeah. I think like one of the first it's lines. Ridiculous. Yeah. One of the first lines in the film is like baby Rafe and baby Danny playing with the plane and they go like land of the free. And then one of them goes like home of the brave. And it's yeah. like, what kid is doing that? <laughs> yeah. I wrote down like four lines in four, like the, my fourth note in is this is so overly patriotic. So it's probably that moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also like we need to talk about um, Alec Baldwin's character oh. because <laughs> He's just America. Like yeah. that character is just like America personified. He's the worst character in it. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I hate him. <laughs> um, and also like he was in the movie I was talking about last week, Cat in the Hat. He was in that and he was the worst thing in that as well. It's like, it's very he's consistent. He's always playing the same person, right? Yeah. Yeah. Always, yeah. Uh, it's always something yeah. off about it. Yeah. Um, I actually read that that's a real character. His, of course it is him yeah who's like but it's always like he's he's meant to be like the angel on their shoulder like yeah. anytime they're like doubting whether they should like you know do a suicide mission or like um what should I do like should I you know go and bomb all of these c- civilians in Japan and he's like well you know I would it's like ugh. Yeah, there's that one, there's the one scene like near the end where literally like what you're saying there, he's like, he's like, um, they're like, what would you do if uh, the planes were going to crash or whatever? What would we do if we lost like, we lost our fuel or whatever? And he's like, you know what I would do? I would like, I would go nosedive straight into all the, all of them and I would kill the Japanese. I'd kill as many as I could. And I was like, oh, this is awful. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) it is. And like, oh, I didn't know that their mission, because the mission, sorry, but it's so random, the mission that they go on after Pearl Harbor. Like, (laughs) I thought initially that like, the reason why they showed it as like, because they're very much showing that like, they're the underdogs with that mission, aren't they? Like, there's only 16 planes and like, um, you know, like, we're like, poor us like look at us we're so um courageous but and I was like maybe they've done this because like it's 
like nuclear war, yeah. which is really what happened, isn't as romantic as like sacrificing yourself. Mm. Um, it was like one of only 16 planes, but apparently it was actually like a real mission. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. And the whole point of the mission was to show that they could reach Japan by plane. It's like, what? <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> Like, like they oh, lost well every single plane. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, it really boosted American morale because it was like, look, we can hit back. And it's like, but what? But you can't. <laughs> yeah. It was a rubbish mission. Yeah. I mean, it was the, yeah. I guess it worked though. I don't know. Apparently. But yeah. like, you know, all of it. I mean, also like just, I feel like, everyone in there is like very uh one-dimensional yes but obviously like all of the japanese characters it's like cartoons yeah it, it like I, there's things in it that apparently the apparently the japanese people hated it mm. um they said that like there's a scene where they're discussing uh they're discussing what they're going to do but they're discussing it outside they're taking a meeting outside and apparently that's really offensive to japanese people they do not take meetings outside yeah all of everything in japan is outside <laughs> it's like they live in a, a field <laughs> in like tents it's like it's so weird and they've got like chalkboards whereas like the americans have like really like up-to-date stuff yeah um and they're like doing everything like with like they're moving the ships around with like origami yeah it's like it's like this is what? not and also like this is 1940 what was it 1942 to 1942 to like 1940 yeah just 1942 that, that, that's not <laughs> it's just yeah. not like the 1600s <laughs> yeah it's so weird I, and i feel like all of the Japanese characters have like no personality other than war. No, I don't know anything about any of those characters. No. Nothing other than they're just like what they're discussing about what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like to be fair, like the British characters have like no personality other than beer. Like oh, yeah. drinking beer and like one scene and being a bit rugged. <laughs> I couldn't and, even like... remember the British characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like the women have no personality other than just like talking about men. Um, I mean, I guess like they do, they are quite amazing in the hospital, but like still they're like just there for the men. Yeah, they're there for the men. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, their depiction of Japanese characters is like, I'm going to be honest, surprisingly, actually, when I was rewatching it, like less racist than I was expecting it to be yeah yeah like they do at least at, at the very least show them being like you know i wish we didn't have to go to war mm. um but <laughs> it's still very shocking <laughs> i was just trying to look up what the writer has also written and it does not surprise me he wrote braveheart right and he wrote we were soldiers and okay. the man in the iron mask. So maybe he has no personality other than war. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's his whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Probably but, like. Oh, no, sorry. Go, go, go. oh, I was just going to say like, he probably like doesn't actually 
know any other character traits because he doesn't have any. I was going to say he was he was nominated for a, an Oscar for Braveheart for his writing. I haven't actually seen Braveheart. I don't I don't like Braveheart, but like it's I just think it's funny. He's got nominated for an Oscar for his writing for Braveheart, and then two films later, he's get uh, for Pearl Harbor. He gets nominated for a Razzie for his writing. <laughs> Yeah, that is good. Is what do you think's better, this or Braveheart? Oh, they're both bad. Uh, <laughs> Braveheart, I find really annoying. Mm. Like this, this is not annoying to me. This is just kind of boring. Um, Brave, yeah. Plus, Braveheart's got the whole Mel Gibson thing, so like, there's that. Mm. <laughs> so probably, I'd rather watch this than Braveheart. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Also supposed Good. to be right hist- answer. <laughs> also supposed to be another historically accurate movie, but <laughs> I feel like this writer very much uses historic history yeah. loosely. Yeah. <laughs> um, um so yeah, you got you got, you're not sure how many times you've seen this then. No. Um before so you watched it uh, before this, you had you had a rewatch before this. When was the last time you'd seen it before that though? Probably like, I mean, heavily when I was a teenager, probably mm. like eight years ago or something. Oh, okay. So, I thought you would have like watched it regularly. No, so I am really bad at what like watching things again mm. um, because I hate like reliving the emotion of it. Like it, it gives me like the thought of like rewatching anything. I'm like if it's like feels like PTSD I'm yeah. like I can't go through that again <laughs> but the only reason why I watched this so many times and I probably like fast forwarded the war stuff is literally mm. because I was like I, I guess like romanticizing that three-way relationship <laughs> so you cut out the 40 minutes in the middle of the news go back to yeah yeah that's fair. yeah that's why this doesn't feel that bad to you because it's it's only like a two and a half hour movie then or two yeah, hours exactly. yeah, it's like less than that yeah <laughs> um but yeah i i also like i know this isn't a therapy session but i feel like watching this re-watching this now was like kind of scary to me because i realized like how much it has informed <gasps> the way that i like date men <laughs> where like even oh, in no. the thought of like <laughs> I know it's so bad isn't it <laughs> like so basically like um you know how they uh like Rafe doesn't sleep with uh Kate Beckinsale Evelyn because mm. he's like I like you too much mm. And I feel like that's something that I thought was true. (laughs) This is such a lie. But I was like, you know, that's a sign. When someone doesn't want to sleep with me, that means that they're in love with me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, basically everyone who's ever rejected me, I'm like, I guess they're just really in love with me. Oh, no. I know. And also, like, oh, it really normalises, like, tricking women into having sex with you yeah like in that scene where they're all in New York Mm. they're like um you know he's like got the like one of the soldiers has like the fake tears yeah 
and then and that's like a funny thing mm. that he's like and it works to, yeah and so like that kind of stuff I now think is like so bad but I guess like mm. you think it's like kind of normal <laughs> so when you thought someone cr- someone crying you're like oh yeah that's like <laughs> yeah or just like yeah I don't know I guess it just like you don't think like because it is all like coercion isn't it yeah it's awful yeah but like i guess the i guess it's like extremely normalized because it's Mm. that's like funny stuff yeah it's supposed to be a joke yeah um and also yeah i do feel like the idea of having like two friends who both really like you fighting over you this film makes that feel like the most like validating thing ever (laughs) like and she's like so important because like she is the difference for them between like living and dying like she's like the last thing that any of them like remember seeing when Mm. they're like about to die so I think that that gave me like really unrealistic ideas of like how much people should fancy me <laughs> and like that all of their friends should fancy me too and like really very bad um but I feel like this film is where it all started for me my toxic relationships <laughs> okay so since since we're like a little bit rushed for time let's kind of uh yeah. we'll talk about I'm not gonna like talk all the way through the film or whatever but like let's talk about some stuff that uh we we haven't really talked about so there's uh there's <laughs> i want to talk about john voigt as the president as uh fdr <laughs> oh terrible acting terrible acting <laughs> and so much so many prosthetics as well on his face he looks so you can't even recognize him mm. <laughs> and then he's also wearing like, the funniest thing I, I read was that he's wearing duplicates of steel leg braces that FDR had to wear and because of that he was like bruised for weeks after finishing filming oh, no. <laughs> oh dear good like character I mean what's the word when you like act in like method acting yes, I guess I guess but, like I guess kind of but like <laughs> at the same time I don't Not. I don't even remember him wearing I don't remember him walking even so no, do you know that bit where he stands up? Where he's no. like, oh, okay, so you know that. I don't like... remember it. <clears throat> okay, so there's a meeting just after Pearl Harbor where they're like, are we really going to invade Japan? And mm. he's like, um, don't ever tell me something isn't possible. And then he gets up from his wheelchair mm. and like stumbles um, to prove that nothing is impossible. Right. Um, but I was like Googling, like, did that really happen? Because like, that's quite a huge thing to yeah. claim that a president yeah. did. Like he defied his like medical diagnosis to like yeah. prove a point about the war. Mm. Um, but I don't think that it did really happen. So uh, again, it, there's no way that happened. A lot of poetic license <laughs> in this film. <laughs> Uh, I also want to say that Ben Affleck's grandfather declined to see the film because he didn't want to relive the war. Oh yeah, I heard that as well. Mm. And I feel yeah. like he—I don't feel like it was that was the reason. I feel like he just thought this looks shit. <laughs> I don't want to see. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Fair enough. I, I do think the most unrealistic thing about the film for me um, is, you know, at the beginning where Evelyn is on the train with her friends and they're going to New York mm. and they've like, she's met Rafe and they've like fallen in love in yeah. that month before this train journey. Yeah. And she's like telling her friends about it. Mm. for the first time like <laughs> yeah, no that's so way <laughs> like there is no way that like you you've like had this whirlwind romance with and all hot... they do they all they do is work together non-stop as well there's yes. no way yeah and they live together and like yeah. sorry but like you would your friends would know his like co-star <laughs> rising sign yeah, exactly <laughs> on the second date like as if um yeah, like no one talks about that. Everyone's like, they're smoking Marlboro cigarettes. It's like, this is a completely unrealistic portrayal of female friendships. <laughs> i tell you what is realistic though. The bit where they go, has he got any friends <laughs> for us? And yeah. it's like everyone, and then they're just like the lineup of the guy just standing there like, hey. <laughs> yeah, and also that Red is going out with like Jamie King. Mm. That's crazy to me. That's, but yeah, also- that yeah that's not you know it says she says at one point like you know he proposes and she was like she's like we're gonna wait two years until i'm 19 oh i know it's like what yeah yeah it's like okay red's a perv yeah how yeah because he would have been like what 25 i don't know yeah (laughs) gross and they're just like that's like totally fine and normal in this film it's just very michael bay I don't know how many Michael Bay films you've seen, but like, it's. <laughs> I don't know how many I, I've seen. Uh, Armageddon. Okay, that's the only one I do like. His no, that's not true. I do like a couple of them. I like Armageddon, and I like um, like the Bad Boys movies as well. I've never seen them. I've never seen um, any of the Transformers either. Those those are probably like the worst ones. Oh, he did the Quiet Place. No, he just like produced it. I think. Oh, right. Yeah, that doesn't... I, I wouldn't count that as him. Okay. Uh, what else? Pain and Gain. Yeah. They're not... The Island. They're not good movies. He likes drama, though, doesn't he? Yeah. And he likes overly long movies. Yeah. They're all re- like ridiculously long. He's not good at direct... He's not good at, like, with any, like, kind of female representation. They don't really, like, have... Yeah. They're there to be like gawked at, basically. But I do think that, I do think that, but also uh, Kate Beckinsale's character, Evelyn, Mm. she is quite spunky. Like, I guess. I mean, I I hate that, like, when she's at the hospital and, like, everyone around her is dying, she, like, basically gets her lipstick and, like, is, like, writing with her lipstick on people's forehead, like, how Mm. to treat them or, like, whether they're fatal. And then she, like, takes off her tights, like, her (laughs) pantyhose, and she's, like, so basically, like, like, stripping down to, like, save the men. Yeah. But she is resourceful, and she does always, like, she, she calls them out. Like, she's, like, when Josh Hartnett comes with that handkerchief, Mm. um she's like why would you bring me this like what are you thinking like she's not like just sweet no i guess yeah like they do get, yeah she's <laughs> she's one i will say she is one of the better written female characters in his movies 
Mm. And that's saying something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's not great, but she's not. Yeah. She's not terrible. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best I, you can hope for. Yeah, that's the, that, that's the best you're going to get with one of his movies. Mm. But I've just read just now as well that Michael Bay became frustrated with Josh Hartnett's serious approach to acting. So that he, he got, uh, <laughs> when he caught him smiling on film, he said, send that to ILM and tell them to copy and paste it. <laughs> he just wanted him to smile. I do think um, Josh Hartnett's acting is really bad in this. <laughs> he's it's not a very so good actor. Bad. No, he's so pretty that it's fine. But <laughs> it is like, it is quite bad. Um, but you can see that like, because um, Rafe gets so much more screen time. Yeah. Like, I feel like they did yeah. cut a lot of like. But that's what uh, I mean. Danny I don't feel stuff. like they gave him a lot to do. No. His uh, whole character is just like kind of pathetic. He's there to like serve the other two. It's yeah. Their, their love story, essentially. Yeah. Like he's there as like a, a B plot. Um, also, Ashton Kutcher lost the role of, of Danny to Josh Hartnett. Good. Fair enough. <laughs> Not an Ashton Kutcher fan. <laughs> I just think, like, com- compared to Josh Hartnett, who's also, like... Because is Ashton Kutcher, like, there's something a bit problematic about him, isn't there? Um, or am I making that up? Am I thinking of Ben Affleck? <laughs> I mean, there, I remember he did, like, one advert where he, like, did brown face for it. Right. Well, I feel like, you know, he's probably, he's, he's almost like, Josh Hartnett is like personality-less and like yeah. very unproblematic. Yeah. And like, I guess in direct contrast to like Ben Affleck's character, who's like meant to be like extremely macho. Mm. And I do feel like Ashton Kutcher probably is a little bit too much. He would, especially at this point, he would have been way too broad. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Like and I can yeah. see him playing Ben Affleck's character more than I can. Oh, interesting. Josh Hartnett's. I can see him playing like one of the other characters. Mm. Um, but yeah, not those two, I don't think. Yeah. Also, the producers wanted, alongside Ben Affleck, they wanted Matt Damon and Gwyneth Paltrow as the three leads. Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I do think I think the casting is perfect. If there's one thing wow. that they got right, I will say it is the casting of this film. I like. I like. I think Ben Affleck and Kate Beckinsale are really good casting. Mm. Actually, Josh Hartnett. Yeah, I can't even really argue with Josh Hartnett here as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'll agree with you there. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I do think. <laughs> Je- I do think some of the like. Um, supporting actresses are random though like jennifer garner yeah future wife of future ex-wife of of ben affleck yeah also i wonder if do you know if they met on that film it would have been yeah they must have met on this film because then they did uh daredevil two years after this right i am a bit like which i thought they i thought that's where they met to be honest but no, must have been here. Yeah. But like she's like a main actress and she's she got like four lines in this film and all of them are just her being nervous. 
Was she big at this time? At this point? Perhaps not. I feel like this was post-13 going on 30, though. No, this was pre-13 going on 30. Oh, right. So this wasn't her breakthrough. Yeah, she was not big at this time. Just looking at her, like, what she was in. With Kate Beckinsale, though, I do... I understand, like, professional boundaries, but if she didn't have a romance with either Josh Hartnett or Ben Affleck from this film... That is big loser alert. Like, wh- why? <laughs> like, I I just that there, there, there's so much chemistry in this film mm. between the three of them, even Ben and Josh when he's dying in his arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if none of them slept together, I'm extremely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is the plot of the movie. <laughs> I know, but that's something else that I will say about this film. I've never seen better chemistry ever. What? Name me a film with better, better chemistry. I mean, any rom com. Go on, name one. When Harry met Sally. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Thirteen going on thirty. No way. No way. This is like when she's in the plane with Josh Hartnett. Mm. Is your heart not just? No. Out of your chest. No. Oh my God. I get like, I get so, so many feelings watching this film. Like even at the end, I think maybe it's like the music, like at the end when like the child's in the plane with Ben Affleck. Oh my God. So emotional. (laughs) Okay. We need to talk about that as well. The child. It's Josh Hartnett's kid. Yeah. And because he dies, he tells Ben Affleck to raise it as raise the child as his own. Does he even say that? Does I feel like he doesn't have enough time when he's dying. Well, it's oh yeah, he says no, you no, you're a father. Yeah, you said you're the yeah, you're the father. Incredible life. You're a father. <laughs> it's quite a burden, isn't it? Like yeah. I had sex with your <laughs> for the love of your life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now my dying wish is like you raise it. <laughs> <laughs> And now you've like, got to look at that. The kid villain every of day this and... film, the villain of this film is Josh Hartnett. Surprising villain. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. I I also I don't know if you feel this with the children actors, but they've like tried too hard to make them exact replicas of their parents. Yeah. Um, yeah. or their like older selves. Like that child looks so much like Josh Hartnett. He does, it's, yeah. It's really weird. It's like Sim. It's like a Sim version of Josh Hartnett. Like, yeah. They've just put it in child form. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. And the same with them at the beginning. It's like. I odd. hated those kids at the beginning. Why? Because <laughs> it's so annoying. I've had them so obnoxious. Yeah. Like, I also. The fact that they're just like in the plane flying it, like yeah, come on, get a grip. <laughs> As if. <laughs> I mean that that's that's that dad's fault for leaving the keys in there. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I didn't get their relationship with their parents. Like Ben Affleck, Rafe's dad, is meant to be like very traumatized from World War One, mm. and kind of horrible. Mm. And then 
Josh Hartnett, his dad is randomly like leaves him with a plane at the beginning, but then doesn't come into it throughout the whole rest of the film. Yeah. I I think it's literally just to showcase their love of planes. Yeah. <laughs> but Which why... they could have done so many other ways. I know. Do <laughs> 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 you want to know something funny about this as well? What? The after party, after the after premiere party for the film is said to have cost more than the whole production of Billy Elliot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> God, I would have loved to be at that party. I would have done anything. What a party that would have been. Oh my God, yeah. Would have been so good. You just wanted to, you just want to meet Josh Hartnett. Yeah. I wonder who would be cast in those roles now. Oh. Who would you cast? Uh, see. I feel like Emma, Wat- Emma Watson could be a... Emma Watson, interesting. Could be good for Kate Beckinsale. I can, um, I guess I can see that. I feel like you've got to have Harry Styles in there. Ugh. What? You don't like Harry Styles? Not as an actor. Oh, I think he's like Josh Hartnett. Like, just chuck him in. It's fine. Yeah, he would actually. You know what? Yeah, he would suit that Josh Hartnett role because it's not really anything to do there. Yeah, it's not heavy on the acting. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so we got Emma Watson and Harry Styles. <laughs> Who was... Who's another... <laughs> because I'm such a fan girl, I'd probably put, like, Pete Davidson. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> no, Pete Davidson is the Michael <laughs> Shannon role. <laughs> oh, yeah, like the... Yeah, you're so right. I had a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only just, like, there, just <laughs> get blown up and be funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't think of any actors, weirdly. No, I can't think of anyone. Who's like a young, young actor? <laughs> um, I can't think of anyone now. No, me either. Um, Tom Holland. Oh, oh yeah, no, he's no. Timothy no. Chalamet. <laughs> Maybe. I think he's too small. Yeah. Oh, like a he Liam has... Hemsworth, maybe. Oh yeah, I could see him as that. Uh. Yeah, some of these people would not. Yeah, some of these people are just too small. <laughs> I feel like there isn't a market for a Ben Affleck these days. No, it's not. It's like kind of that kind of person has like disappeared from acting. Yeah, like. I mean, this whole film is just obviously very dated, but that whole like all American one dimensional hero is like, yeah, <laughs> just doesn't exist. God, how I'm tragic! S- I'm so glad it's gone. <laughs> um, just because I know you've got a, you're short on time, like, are we, um, is there anything else you want to talk about within this? Otherwise, let's move on to the final section. No, final section is good for me. Cool. Uh, okay, so uh, the final section is the reverse of this, which is, uh, do you have a film that's uh, bad, well-rated and reviewed and loved by people and critics that you think is actually a bad movie? Um, yes. What's that film that just came out with the girl from Heim? 
Oh, Licorice Pizza. Licorice Pizza, absolutely the worst film I've ever seen. Like, I the worst film you've ever seen? Ever. I do not understand at all why people like it. Like, it's really shocking to me. Um, it's got such a love-hate fair, thing, isn't it? That film? Yeah, like, people... A lot of people love it, but there are people that really hate it. I only keep seeing people who love it, and mm. I, like, do not understand. Majority of people fair, love it. I did get stood up on a date to oh. go and watch it, so I had to watch it with my sister, and I was really angry the whole time. But also, what a horrible date to see that. Like, that yeah, that, it was awful. my choice, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but I, just I mean, what thought... a great date. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought there was, like, no story oh it was okay. like it also made me feel thick because i was like you know when you're watching something that everyone says is really good mm. so i was like what am i missing mm. i don't know if you see a theme here but like i really have to see myself reflected in the film <laughs> i'm glad you don't see yourself reflected in that film yeah <laughs> that would be I concerning just, <laughs> i just also like didn't really get any of the characters and but yeah, it's like 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's very highly rated. And it's probably apparently like it's the favourite to win the screenplay this year at the Oscars. That will really piss me off. I, it's also like her journey of self-discovery. Like, is it? Like, what does she discover? That she likes 15-year-olds? Yeah. Yeah, all, all of it. I feel like I've blocked it out. Um, so I can't. I don't have that much to say about it, but I feel like people just like it because it like looks nice. Yeah, I mean, I haven't I haven't actually seen it yet, so I I still right. can't, I can't comment fully on it. But like the stuff I've heard about, really puts me off watching it as well. Yeah, like all the there's like the scene with like the uh with the Japanese person isn't there? That's like really offensive, yeah. and then like for no reason it's in there. Yeah, and then there's like yeah all that stuff with her and him just sounds creepy as well yeah all of it and she's like is it weird that I hang around with him and his friends it's like yes very weird <laughs> like you are literally dating a 15 year old boy <laughs> so weird <Disgusting>. and like <clears throat> it is and like isn't she like 25 as well yeah oh. <laughs> he's 25 he's 15 um yeah just like I feel like it's like subverting the whole like mid-twenties woman mm. um like finding herself and like going into adulthood in the sense that like she's going backwards into spending time with these teenagers and like reverting mm. but also like who cares yeah like that was, I just wasn't interested in it at all um <laughs> But my mood on the day. And you were in a bad mood, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. All right, well, <laughs> uh, this has been great. I know I do want to make sure you get off on time, like get away Thanks. on time. So like, um, uh, how can we find you online? And do you have anything you want to promote? Also, uh, this is going out literally in the next, like I'm going to edit it right now and immediately put this one out. So like, wow. if you have anything you want to promote for tonight even, um for tonight not for tonight I don't think but um I've got a night on the 24th of March which we're about to put out called Pussycat Lols Ooh. um so get tickets to that clashing with my night and oh 
no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not even promoting um, mine, so it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else. I guess find me online, Sarah Roberts, lots of underscores, because there are about 100 million of us. Um, yeah. How many That's underscores? It, really. Or is it just like... Just like three, but I would just say keep going until you find me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tag you in everything so people can find you as well. So, yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah. Thanks cool. for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. fun. I'm sorry that you hated the film so much. <laughs> Is it? Would you say that it's your most hated? Oh, no, no. There's been way worse than this. Okay, cool. Yeah. Phew. The only, I would hate well, for that to be my legacy. No, no. There's, there's been, like, worse ones. This this was just, like, more so the length. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it is, like, you have to put it in quite a big shift to get through <laughs> it. <laughs> but, it was just a slog to get through, I suppose, yeah. anything else. Yeah. Well, thanks for getting through it for me. Yeah. Thanks for for coming on and talking about it. That's the end of the podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and rate us on iTunes so we can end up making more episodes. And I'll see you next week for more movies that critics got wrong. Subscribe to Yanis' podcast, Dick Pigs.